and welcome to another episode of the Michaela podcast. Today I'm talking to Sam Hurst, a fellow maths teacher at Michaela and one of our newest members of staff. He's going to be talking about what it's like joining Michaela, comparing it to starting Teach First up in Yorkshire and sharing some of the best pieces of feedback he's received since starting at Michaela. Now, I know I'm biased, but I think this is a fantastic listen for any teachers and for anyone involved in training teachers too. If you like what you hear, well, why not consider joining us? We're a growing school and we have vacancies in loads of positions for next year. But for the time being, sit back, relax and enjoy. Today we're going to be talking about what it's been like starting at Michaela, but I thought it'd be interesting to hear what it was like starting as a teacher two years ago now, is it? Two and a bit. Two and a bit years ago, wow. So what was it like starting Teach First two and a bit years ago? It was really exciting. I was very much looking forward to it. I wasn't that nervous about it and I was just really looking forward to getting stuck in in the classroom. It's true to say when I think back to it and thinking about making my lessons, I kind of was making it up as I went along a bit. Teach First had prepared me and I had a scheme of lessons, or no, a scheme of work. There was no scheme of lessons as such. And then that meant that I was planning my lessons really the night before. And I'd say the headline really was that it was exciting, but hard work and long hours in the cold Yorkshire house that I was living in. So how does that compare with starting at Michaela? Well, I guess the headline is similar, that it's still exciting and hard work, but there are a lot of things that we do here which make life much easier and, in the end, happier, because the lessons are planned centrally. Each department spends a lot of effort on that, which means that the teachers and the new teachers can really focus on their delivery and their pedagogy, and I'm sure we'll go on to talk about how I've been given advice on how to improve that. The real difference is that at Michaela I can get to the end of my to-do list because I've not got, oh by the way, plan five lessons for tomorrow. It's a case of I need to just check over the booklet for tomorrow, make sure I've got some my mini whiteboard questions ready and design my quiz for Friday. And we're talking it's, it's only Tuesday at this point. So what's been your biggest surprise, would you say, since joining Michaela in September? Because I suppose you're still a bit of a newbie at the moment. How are you yeah, finding sure. it? Okay, biggest surprise. I, th- I have to say I'm, I'm surprised regularly by simply how m- much the pupils know and what they can do. I know that's a bit of a classic thing to say, I suppose, because we do focus on knowledge. But even then, I'm surprised by what they know when I walk into history lessons, English lessons. Sometimes my own pupils even surprise me with what they know. One moment really sticks out for me with, it was Miss Cullen in English when I came to visit after I'd had my interview. And she was with a year seven class studying for Julius Caesar. And she was drumming it into them with, how fantastic is this that so many hundreds of years later we're still looking we're still going through Julius Caesar the themes are still relevant today it's being acted out in the globe on the south bank who could have thought all that time ago who Shakespeare would never have thought that this would have been still being talked about so long after and yeah you know we we're all buzzing I could see the kids were nodding their heads one minute later one of the pupils put their hand up and said but miss I think Shakespeare might possibly have known because 
in Act Two of Julius Caesar, Brutus says, and forgive me <laughs> because uh, unfortunately I don't quite have the knowledge of one of our Year Sevens. He says something like, "How many years hence will this lofty scene be acted over in states un states unborn and accents yet unknown?" Very good. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, not not bad, not bad. I, I couldn't believe it. It's just crazy. Like I know, it just, even this morning, I've been in uh, a Year Nine Romeo and Juliet lesson with one of our weaker groups, and I feel intellectually intimidated by their analysis. And I, I, I'm no English expert, but I did A level English, and it's just crazy. So, yeah. I was, I'd add to what you were saying there with our Year Sevens who are doing their Times Table Rock Stars on uh, TimesTableRockStars.co.uk every night. We're a little bit sheepish because even two math teachers sat here aren't as quick as about 20 of our year sevens. It's just fantastic that they, they will put in that practice and are that determined. They are, yeah. Times tables, I am nowhere near as quick as probably about half the pupils in this school. You're not bad, not bad though, sir. I'm not, not terrible. It's, I can still, yeah, don't worry. There's no issue with subject knowledge there, but they are incredible. So, on to the induction process. How does it work at Michaela? Okay, yeah, there's definitely been a lot of thought that's gone into the induction process, and I really appre- I've really appreciated that. It's made me question what I've been thinking about, not in a way that I've had to change my views drastically, but it's getting me to think a bit deeper about what we're doing here. But to kind of run through what's involved, I mean, I guess it starts a little bit with the interview where the headmistress, Miss Burble Singh, starts to question us a little bit on our beliefs about education in the country and how things should run in a school in the classroom eventually we get the situation where everyone's rowing together which is what the head is looking for after the interview what we get is a starter pack a lever arch file full of articles and bits and bobs that can be really helpful for us to improve our practice and get into the Michaela way of thinking which took me uh, quite a while to read and there was a few of the uh, August days spent in the garden reading those. It um, is a hefty amount of literature to read before you join Michaela. It's, uh, and, and that's just the Lever Archville, never mind the uh, staff library. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, but th- that, was, that was brilliant. So I made a few notes on those articles from the extra file and eventually then in our CPD sessions after school we get to thrash those out. After that a really, really useful thing, which I think I wish my previous school had done, was to have boot camp just with Year 7. It's two sides of the same coin here where the Year 7s are learning the Michaela way of thinking, but also all the new staff, and we've had a lot this year, have been able to have a, a week and a half, in fact, just with the Year 7s, where they're really getting to know the ins and outs of Michaela. If we hadn't had that, I would have really felt like I was thrown in at the deep end. As it was, we had that time to practice teaching from the front. And then after boot camp, we we have our CPDs on Monday after school, which are always fascinating, but then we get an extra opportunity for the, for the new teachers to uh, voice their opinions with the head where we have an extra CPD session on Wednesday. So, Sam, could you describe to us what a boot camp lesson actually looks like? A boot camp lesson will be a kind of self-contained lesson on a particular topic which we think it's really important to instill in our year sevens or indeed the rest of the school when they come back and do a kind of boot camp reloaded. 
For example, we've done sessions on culture, we've done sessions on homework or the importance of self-discipline. We would have a page in the bootcamp booklet, a whole A4 page with essentially a lot of text about that particular topic. So, for example, we might have had in the self-discipline lesson some stories of inspirational people who've really shown self-discipline. For example, Nelson Mandela is an absolute classic we love to talk about at Michaela and the kind of determination he had to have to keep going whilst he was in prison. And again, we would then talk about perhaps even the poem Invictus that kept him going in really tough times and start to talk with our year sevens about how they can get themselves into those habits. And the boot camp lessons are often led by the new teachers and observed by some of the more experienced staff, which gives a really good opportunity for feedback. Yeah, so you've not planned those lessons yourself though, have you? Oh, so the boot camp booklet is already prepared with, I think, around uh, 30 lessons, 35 lessons worth of these particular kind of self-contained, but um, related topics. Excellent. And so you're being observed, you get to observe established members of staff during that time. Is there any extra CPD on top of that during boot camp? Well, yeah. So we, we had CPD extra sessions more or less every evening on boot camp where because the pupils were going home slightly earlier we had that hour or so after school to discuss particular topics um, as, as a staff body so one of the sessions we spent some time talking actually about feedback and how to give feedback and to make sure that people aren't worried about saying something that could essentially knock somebody back a little bit and making sure that we have that atmosphere of we all are essentially trying to just help everybody do the best job possible and really instilling that in the whole staff body to make sure that we all know feedback is essentially for the school to improve. So getting feedback is going to be the key thing, I suppose, of the induction process for you to be improving. Yeah. What sort of feedback were you getting during the boot camp week? So the boot camp week feedback was often very small things and lots of them. I remember Mr Ting from the maths department observing me in a boot camp lesson and he just had so many little things for me to fix and he just he gave me all of them. I know there's the whole is that overwhelming kind of argument but actually they were all really just practicable things like when somebody's answering a question look at the rest of the room because that's the moment when all the other pupils start to fiddle. You don't need to look at them you can hear them. So that was just brilliant. Do that immediately. So lots of very small, easily fixed things was yeah. the main thing during boot camp. So you've been observed since boot camp, probably almost once a day. Is that not a bit frustrating? Do you not just want to be left alone and just get on with your job? Well, I'd have thought possibly yes before I started to that. But I must say I, I've changed on that aspect. I want people to come and watch me all the time now because I know I will do a better job for my classes sooner if they, they will watch it. It definitely took me a couple of days to kind of swallow my pride a little bit because I've got all these fantastic teachers coming in and giving me all this advice and I'm starting to think, hang on a minute, I'm, I can do it. I'm a decent teacher, you know, give, give me a break. It, I, it's, I soon came to realise that they most all the time, in fact, that they're spot on and it's it's really helpful to just have these little things. By the way... They're not kind of wholesale targets like we were used to when we were doing the Teach First programme, which kind of looked over months and months. We just go practical, things that you can do almost next lesson. Do you think 
Is there one piece of feedback you've received that really stands out for you as being the best piece of feedback since joining Michaela? So one thing, it's almost a bit meta actually, kind of just stands out. It's the Miss Quinn, head of maths, giving me a bit of feedback about how how to take feedback. Because okay. I think she, she described me as a bit explainy. And what, what, <laughs> what she means by that is somebody would give me a bit of feedback say, Sam, you need to improve your radar. Keep an eye on the whole room. And, you know, don't forget the peripheries of the room. And I'd, I'd say, oh, right, yeah, sure. But oh, by the, the reason that's happening is because I'm just trying to sort out a few other things. I'm trying to get every, I've got cognitive overload, basically, at the moment. So the peripheries of the room will come soon. Now, what is the point in me saying that? If Danny says to me, that's Miss Quinn, if Danny says to me, Sam, make sure you're watching the peripheries of the room. She's not looking for a reason for why I didn't do that last lesson. I just need to go, yeah, you're spot on, I'll do that. The amount of time I've saved for other people and myself from stopping explaining why I didn't do something before, that time's really useful in the first place. You just don't need it. Just take it on the chin and go for it next lesson. So now I try really hard to just listen nod, thank the person, even if I want to explain myself, and just get on with doing it better. Excellent. Well, on that bit of feedback about feedback, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you very much, Sam. Thanks, Tom. So there you have it. What it's like to start teaching at Michaela. I think Sam hits the nail on the head. It is very tiring at the start, but it's a nice tiring. You're tired because you're working on things that really matter, not meaningless bureaucracy or daily lesson plans or the million and one other things that you end up doing in most schools up and down the country. You're also blown away pretty much every day by just how much the pupils know and just how much is possible to achieve in inner city London. In terms of feedback, as a new member of staff, you do get an awful lot when you first start. And it's unlike the feedback given at other schools. There's no coaching approach. You're told what you need to do to improve and you're expected to do it. It's never delivered nastily. In fact, quite the opposite. It always comes from a place of love. But being told a lot of very specific, you need to do this, you need to do that does come as a bit of a shock, particularly if you're used to feedback being a bit of an ego massage. Michaela teachers believe it's kind of our duty to our pupils to get as good as we can as quickly as we can. Ego can't stand in the way of that. If you found that you're sort of nodding along as I've been saying this and as you've been listening to the interview, please do consider applying. I've put a link in the podcast description to our vacancies. If not, Well, I hope I've given you pause for thought in any case. So we'll leave it there. Until next time, goodbye. 